If you're going to do more implant dentistry later on, you want to keep that channel open, right? If you're not doing clear aligners, but you want to you know, go down there in the future, that's an option. If you're an associate that works in four different practices and you need a system that's mobile, right? Mm -hmm. So I need to, as a, as a reseller, I need to listen to what you need. And then I can say, there's this, this or this option. And here's the pros and cons on all, on all of them, right? Mm -hmm. And you decide. Welcome to Group Function, where the Pro True Serrati work together to find good solutions to worthy problems in dentistry with your host, Jazz Gulati. One of the most common questions I get to the podcast is which scanner should I buy? Hey Jazz, I'm starting to make this venture into digital dentistry and it's overwhelming, right? There's so much out there in terms of different types of scanners, different requirements. So which is the best scanner? Which is the most appropriate scanner for your clinic and your requirements? Well, that's exactly what we're covering today with Dr. Gulshan Murugai. If you haven't listened already to IC027, it was his story that we covered and it's titled, He Got Sued and He Won. So essentially it's his his entire legal case, how it led to that, and we learned so many different medical legal lessons, and it was just great to hear about his triumph. So if you haven't listened to that, please do listen to that. But if you've clicked on because of the title of Digital Dentistry and which scanner to buy, there's so much meat in here because Gulshan has tested and tried all these scanners. And now he's going to summarize for you which scanner he thinks is the best and why that might change depending on your needs and the needs of your practice. Now, Gulshan doesn't keep it a secret or hide it or anything. He has got some financial interest in a digital scanning company, but I still think there's so much meat in terms of gaining the knowledge to know what are the differences in the different scanners and how you can choose which scanner to invest in. Let's join Dr. Gulshan and I'll catch you in the outro. Dr. Gulshan Murugai, after that really enlightening episode about how you triumphantly won the case and so many lessons shared, welcome back to the Producer Down Podcast. This group function today is to answer one burning question, and I've seen you lecture before. I know you're super passionate about digital dentistry. For those people who haven't yeah. listened to that episode yet, just introduce yourself again and why you are so involved with digital dentistry, why you are so passionate about digital dentistry. So my name's Gulshan Murugai. I'm a practitioner, general practitioner, practice in Watford, Hertfordshire. So I'm basically got exposed to digital dentistry as an undergraduate. So year 2000, thanks to Professor Burke at University of Birmingham, he brought in the guys that were selling Ceric at the time, Sirona. And, and I saw it as a final year undergraduate and I was blown away. I was like, oh my God, I need to have this. And he knew how it affected me so much so that in my finals, one of my finals case presentations, Prof Burke was actually the one who was examining me and he asked me a question. The answer was digital dentistry, but I was so bloody nervous. I actually couldn't get it out. And, uh, <laughs> and it was the difference between the highest mark and, and one down. But anyway, so having found that out, I thought, you know what, I'm going to carry on with this digital dentistry stuff. So imagine then I go through VT during VT. I then see that Seric has now become Seric 3D. So I was at a trade show at Excel or Birmingham or whatever, and I saw it and I was like, you know what? I need that. I want that. And that's what I did. So age 27, 2003, so 18, 19 months after graduation, I ordered my first Ceric system. And that's what I talk about in some of my lectures. Yeah. And what generation of uh, Cerec do you, do, you, do you have now? Tell, before I ask you the big question, tell us about your kit. What, yeah. is, what kind of kit do you have in your practice at the moment? Lots, uh, lots, because what people need to know is that I am biased, okay? I'm one of the few that actually 
highlights the fact that I'm biased because loads of us are, okay? Don't forget, I'm a practitioner, so I have my clinical biases, but I'm a lab owner. So, you know, I, I see a lot of work from a lot of people all around the country that comes to our lab. And thirdly, I own a supply company, right? So I sell stuff, yeah? Mm-hmm. And the difference between our supply company and others is that every single thing that we sell, we use in our other businesses, right? So as a result, uh, so we're not what's called a box mover. We don't just sell something for the sake of things. We're a specialist kind of niche company. It's called Implant Solutions Direct. And the solutions part, that's the important thing, is that we found holes in the digital market years ago as we were kind of going through it. And I wanted to find solutions for implant dentists and solutions for restorative dentists to make things easy. So the answer to your question is not easy, but what I do use now is open systems that all talk nicely to Mm -hmm. each other Mm -hmm. in order to allow me to do my chosen workflow efficiently Mm -hmm. and profitably. Well, I guess when I get come to ask you, which is your favorite system, you you know, it's the one that you'd be using anyway, so it makes sense. And so uh, just to give uh, those listening, watching a little bit about my background, uh, I first got exposed to digital dentistry about four or five years ago. It was a Trios 3. I really enjoyed using it. Uh, then when I was working in Richmond, I had the iTero, uh, and then we had the new iTero. So I've used uh, iTero and Trios. I have seen Serec in action, great bit of kit. The Blue Cam, which is the older one, I tried it. I, mm-hmm. I found it really complicated to do, but again, I didn't go any courses, so I should have uh, you know, actually uh, done the due diligence to learn, but I didn't. But where I am now is we use iTero in the practice because we use Invisalign. So when someone asks me, Gulshan, right, which jazz, which scanner should I get? I'm like, I don't know, ask someone who, who knows what they're doing, like Gulshan. But then I say, but for me, yeah. I, we use iTero because we use Invisalign and, and you can't yeah. uh, you know, use uh, other systems unless you've got a Trios 3 uh, in the US. I don't know if, if you can or not, but in the UK, you may still be able to. So we use iTero for that reason. But if you want to ask you that question now, which is the scanner? So imagine someone's entering the world of digital dentistry because people speak very highly about the prime scan and how precise it is. People who got Trios speak very fondly of that. There's many iTero lovers. Which ones should we get? Now, by the way, I've seen the Medit being demoed by Neil as well, and, and that's a lovely bit of kit, lots of different softwares. So it's too much choice mm-hmm. out there. Which one should people yeah. opt for? So like I said, I'm biased, okay? So big bias, I'm, I sell Medit. I'm global key opinion leader for them, so obviously I'm going to promote it. However, however, I'm a practitioner first and foremost, right? I make the large majority of my income is doing clinical dentistry every week, right? So um, despite what me, people may think, you know, that's where my income comes from. So my history, as I said, started with Seric because we've got to pay tribute to the fact that they're the guys that kicked it all off. You know, massive innovators at Sirona came up with this technology many, many years ago, in 1985, right? So they started off, that's where I started my history. But what have I used over the years? I've owned and used CareStream scanners I had an iTero here up until recently. Obviously, I've got all of the range of medit scanners now, but we'll come back to that. But apart from that, I've used Trios. I've used some of the Chinese scanners because I'm involved in exhibitions and trade and things like that. People hand me scanners and say, here, try this. But also at trade shows, I get asked to, you know, compare. So I've lost count of how many different scanners I've tried over probably the last three or four years because now things are really growing. But given that exposure that I've had, I still choose Medit every time. It doesn't matter. Tomorrow, if I, if I no longer work for them and no longer sell their products, I would still 
choose to purchase but, but that's scanner. why you've chose to work with Medit. but that's why i've chose to stop yes, Medit and, and work it with is. it because you know yeah. you've done your research and whatnot and you My like that one and then yes. and that's why yes. where you went with that but you know i want to yeah. f- firstly extract from you what makes the Medit so stand out and what are the, the features of it but then also i mean the, the other question we need to respect is it's a bit like buying a car. If you say, which car should I get? It depends. Well, it depends what you want from your car, right? And then yeah. it depends yes. on the needs of the practitioner. So please tell us about the Medit, why you feel that is the best scanner mm-hmm. on the market today. And then also, what kind of practitioner should be getting the Medit? And perhaps, you know, someone like me who uh, has an interest in Invisalign, and therefore, would I have to get uh, iTero, therefore, and then give a miss on it? How, how does that work as well? So you can come on to later, please. So, so let's deal with the Invisalign thing first, right? Sure. I am originally a, an Invisalign provider from 2005. So I wasn't just an early adopter in digital implant dentistry, 2005, okay? That's a long time ago. Back when it was just all impressions, right? And I'm actually still pretty good at taking impressions, right? But scanners are the way forward. Are you enjoying the Protrusive Dental Podcast? Well, allow me to deliver you even more value. You can now download the iOS or Play Store app for free. Just search Protrusive on your app platform. Now, if you're a true Protrusive and you want to support the podcast, you want to claim CPD for all the listening and watching that you do, you want to get access to exclusive clinical walkthrough videos to make dentistry tangible, as well as a premium newsletter, access to the Protrusive Vault, and the ability to download all the clinical videos and podcast videos so you can view them offline later, you can get all of that for less than 15 tax-deductible dollars per month. So what are you waiting for? Download the Protrusive app now on iOS or Android for absolutely nothing. We work so hard on this Protrusive team and I know you're just going to love it. Now back to the main episode. So I've got nothing against Invisalign. I've got a bunch of patients who still see me all of these years along who've got great long-lasting Invisalign results. But like people say on TV, there's other products out there that do the same. Likewise with scanners, right? Whilst I'm promoting Medit scanners, and I know it is all that anyone needs, unless they're wanting to do Invisalign, we'll come back to that. You know, Prime Scan's a great scanner, so is Trios, so is CareStream, right? At a certain level, Jazz, they all work really well. But here's the big, big caveat. You already highlighted it when you said that you had trouble using the Blue Cap, right? Mm. That's where I came in. So where I bought Seric 2003. From 2006 to 2010, I was one of the primary UK trainers for all new users of Seric, right? It was my responsibility to go around the country on behalf of Seroma, right? There were other reasons, but I was working for Seroma. And I would go out there and I wouldn't leave that practice or that practitioner until I felt that they were competent and confident in using it, right? And they were paying for that service, yeah? And that's what I do now as well is that I don't just sell products, but I don't leave people alone until I know that they're competent in its use, right? And that's what's different about us as a company. But also, like with anything else in a practical vocation, right? At uni, we were all tested in, you know, non-clinical, like phantom head situations before we were let loose on patients, right? The sad thing is, is that nowadays, if you've got the money, you can go out and buy whatever you like, but no one tests whether or not you're competent at using that. Mm-hmm. If you then say lots of negative things about it, but you don't put in the caveat that, oh, by the way, I didn't purchase any training and I didn't go for any support because my ego is this big, then you won't have much positive things to say. It's like buying a, a laser. You can, you, can, you can buy a laser, but Absolutely. if no one's ever shown you how to lose, use it, then you might think this is rubbish. And <laughs> That's exactly what happened to me when I bought my first laser, actually. <laughs> I didn't use it for the first 14 months because the people that I bought it from didn't have anyone to, to, to train you on it. Quite happily to take your money though, right? 
And and you'll see this on social media as well when I, I go up against a few other people out there and say, well, actually, we do things a bit differently in that I've been responsible for training people that have bought their hardware from other people and they haven't had adequate training and support. So that's where I come in. That's why Medit choose to work with me. That's why Exacad and other digital companies choose to work with me because I've got the clinical experience. I work in my own lab as well. So I've got the technical experience. And that's why they came to me and said, we want you to sell our product, right? And I said, uh-uh, not until I've tried it. So I tried the Medit alongside the CareStream and the Serec for a period of time before I thought, you know what? This just does everything I need. I don't need the others now. So that's the first answer to the question. It does everything I need. In, in case anyone missed it, because you mentioned it there, there are other aligner systems available. So I know that um, uh, Spark are becoming very popular. Yeah. We know SureSmile, et cetera. And, and the, the, those other ones I've mentioned, they are open source. So they will accept Medit scans yeah. and, and CareStream. Exactly. So there's a huge shift happening now. I think finally we have some competitors for, for Invisalign, it's fair to say. Well, what's exactly, you've hit the nail on the head. So what's happening in the clear aligner market right now is that the big boys, Invisalign, are starting to lose market share. In the same way that, as we've mentioned now several times, Serec. Serec used to have massive market share in digital dentistry as a whole, right? And now, you know, their product on the market is PrimeScan, right? And PrimeMill. So it's just the new name for what was Serec, right? And so, yeah, there's loads of systems out there that work. And really, you've got to decide what works for you. Some people in this profession and others like to have their hand held, okay? They want closed systems where they know that there's few mistakes to make. So they go down that route, okay? Other people, and, and I deal with a lot of dentists nationwide, worldwide, they like to, to, to be open and they like to basically do what works for them. They like to take things apart. You know how many dentists that are super nerds that will buy some technology, expensive technology, and when no one's looking, they'll try and take it apart, right? They do that. <laughs> They, they do that. They'll throw that with software. They'll do it with hardware. And I'm one of those, right? That's why I became a Seric trainer because I worked out how to break Seric, right? And only, uh, you see, I had no UK-based training either. I was on my own. That's why we run this company and our education the way we do because I don't want anyone to feel the way I did at age 27, 28. I spent 62 grand on this system, right? My dad went crazy, right? Because I just bought the practice, I just bought a car, I just bought a house, and then I bought Zarek, right? Imagine, <laughs> that's why I was working six days a week, right? But I wouldn't change it for the world, right? The point is, I had no one to rely on. I didn't have someone I could pick up the phone and say, I've got a patient in the check, can you help me with this? And if I could, there was a language barrier, German, English, right? Mm -hmm. So I had a once a month call with them. And basically, it turned out after a few weeks, me telling them how I worked out how to break the system. And I was teaching them about their hardware and software. That's why three years later, I was their trainer. So going back to Medit and new scanners and modern scanners now, don't get me wrong, they all work. Like I said, first you've got to choose closed system, open system. Invisalign, Atero, kind of, let's say, closed system. You've got to follow their pathway. Other clear aligner systems are more open. You know, you don't even need to use a branded system. What I say as a lab owner, please support your UK-based labs, right? who can do the same thing for you, build relationships with people in your country where you're working and, and deliver that to your patients. That's what I try to do, right? So likewise with the scanners, I've chosen to work with a scanner company that's massively innovative. The Koreans are like me in my company, Implant Solutions. They basically go to clinicians and technicians because they're big in the lab side as well. 
and they say, feed us your problems. Tell us what you would like, right? And look at the support groups. Look at the medic support groups. You ask for something, six, well, not even six months, three, four months later, it's in the new software, right? So they really do listen and respond to their users. That's mm -hmm. one really massive thing. Openly, right? They take criticism on the chin. We've just spent an hour talking about risk management and saying sorry and putting your hands up when things go wrong. Likewise, when, you know, Medit has been criticized in the past for various things in their hardware and software, you know what? They put their hands up publicly and say, sorry, our bad. Let's talk about this. Let's work it out, you know? And, and that's a big deal for a, a, a multinational, multi-billion dollar company to put their hands up and do that. The others don't, right? They, their egos are just too big. They don't do it. So I like that because I thought that works for me because that's more like me, mm -hmm. right? It's, it's an example of a, of a big company thinking like a small company. Absolutely. Right? And, and, and Absolutely. That, that's what uh, make, makes it very endearing and that's what yeah. makes it the, the support network that it is. Yeah, well, I've met all of the senior management. They all know me. I've met the CEO. And when you spend time with these people and you realize that it's not about the bottom line all of the time, it's actually a lot of it's about how they make people feel and the solutions they're providing. And that just works for me. Previously, I worked with, like I said, Serona with CareStream. I've worked with the guys at Itero because of my connections through Exacad and things like that. So, you know, they're all good people. But you asked me why I chose this because emotionally they're brilliant support wise there's no one that can touch them the hardware they've got innovative technology in the hardware that nobody else has got and then on top of that look at what they do in terms of software apps that are free to use free to download i've seen the softwares they've got uh, the medit splint one that's recently released and they've got so many others yeah. too so what i've used before goshan is that one of my delegates on my on my uh, i teach splints and stuff and they, and they had a patient who suggested that their bite had changed due to over eruption from wearing an nti sci yeah. etc so i was able to overlay yeah. the two previous scan before the mm -hmm. over eruption and after and found that actually the teeth are matching up perfectly it's the joint level change that's happened yeah do you see so yeah. that i use that actually on the software so the crazy thing is you don't even need to have a med it to use that software exactly. which i thought like why are they giving this away exactly. for free so i, I respect exactly. that a lot uh, which is pretty yeah. cool now I, i'm sure a common question you get is about money about costs so yeah. in terms yeah. of a hierarchy i'm i'm fairly sure that prime scan is like number one in terms of the most costly is, is that fair to say is no, that there's there? some pretty expensive yeah. iteration models out there as okay. well you've got to remember jazz that the prime scan system right is the replacement for seric so really that system is designed to be a closed system where you have their acquisition unit and their mill, right? What they realized some years ago was we're losing market share here, right? So then they thought, okay, we better separate these and give people the option to just buy the scanner, right? Which is where there's prime scan, right? And that's why the name has changed. That's why it's no longer Seric, right? Because mm -hmm. Seric gives you that thought that it's a whole system. So yeah, PrimeScan is not exactly cheap, but remember they're innovators. You know, there's always going to be people out there who think that if it's expensive, it must be good. And that's why, you know, Bentley and Rolls-Royce still sell their products. But yeah, you know, there's some expensive materials. If you want, I can sell you an expensive medit, you know. And with Itero, just because so, uh, we're very straight talking, I think you might give a good answer here, <laughs> is the whole carry detection uh, BS or mm -hmm. uh, something pretty cool? Okay, you've got to understand my position here, guys. <laughs> I work for Exacad as well. Exacad's parent company is Align Tech. Align Tech <laughs> owns Invisalign, Exacad, Itero. And, you know, they might even own medit soon. So I'm not going to publicly say anything against these. It works. I had it here, right? Yeah. What I can say, and I'll say, and I've said it to everyone openly, is that 
right there behind me on my dental chair, I've got a caries detection device in my camera, right? It's this big, it's very light, it's on my chair, I can use it in, in a second, I can switch it on, right? Mm-hmm. I don't have to have this big trolley or anything next to me. And I certainly didn't pay a massive premium for it, okay? Um, what they've done is they've bundled a lot of technology into there and that costs money, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's, you know, they've created convenience um, in the same way that Medit have done the same in some of their higher end scanners. There are more features in there that you've got to pay for compared to some of the more budget scanners, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things, Jazz, that you pay your money, you take your choice, right? Not just in scanners, but also software. We talked about cars. It's also the same between Android and iPhone, right? It's BMW and Mercedes. It's But just with scanners, there's quite a few out there, just like there are with phones and cars. Mm-hmm. So I think there's more to it than that. You have to first speak to people and say, what do I want to achieve out of this, right? So there's some people in their particular point in their career where this is what they do and this is all they're going to do until they finish. There's other people who say, well, like for instance, you touched on implants. If you're going to do more implant dentistry later on, you want to keep that channel open, right? If you're not doing clear aligners, but you want to you know, go down there in the future, that's an option. If you're an associate that works in four different practices and you need a system that's mobile, right? Mm-hmm. So I need to, as a, as a reseller, I need to listen to what you need. And then I can say, there's this, this, or this option. And here's the pros and cons on all, on all of them, right? Mm-hmm. And you decide, right? So is, is, is a fair summary, Gosh, if you don't mind, to paraphrasing whatnot, is that all these systems are good. They'll get you from A to B. Yeah. A closed system, an example of a closed system is iTero, and therefore that has some limitations, but it's a good scanner still nonetheless. If you want something that's an open system and something that from you who's tried all these softwares and scanners, you've really enjoyed using the Medit, and that's something that you speak very fondly of, but ultimately mm-hmm. have that conversation with someone to find out what your needs and wants are to really yeah. match up, which is the best ideal scanner for you as an individual yeah. practitioner. That's You've got it, absolutely. What I will say is this, is... I mentioned the term earlier, which is called box movers, right? Box movers are suppliers who they don't care what they sell as long as they sell something, Mm -hmm. right? I think you've understood me a little bit more since we've been talking today. I'm passionate about what I do and also what I sell. So I'm far from a box mover. I sell a particular software, particular hardware because I've tried and tested it, right? I can show people how to get the best out of all of those things. Now, there are some great reps out there from great companies who might also say, but I can show you this, this, and this. So just be careful of people's biases. You don't have to buy from me or the next guy. You pay your money, you take your choice. For me, it's about building relationships. And for me, I easily build relationships with other dentists because I can relate. I'm still practicing it pretty much every day, right? So that's where our company is different from others in that literally I put it into practice every day. I have used Itero. It's a good system, right? We shouldn't say it's closed. It's partly closed, right? Mm. It's a little Because you can export the STLs and stuff, but it's just that. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's other systems that are more closed. So if you listen to my colleague, um, David Claridge, he had a word that he created some years ago. It's called TROPEN, T-R-O-P-E-N, truly open right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and this is the thing so um there's tropen and then there's fully closed which is flozed okay which is something i came up with just to go against him but you know find someone who's passionate as you are about the kind of work that you want to do and then sit down and talk about it and if you do that you'll make the right decision 
that's a, that's a great way to end it. And I, I think I just want to add in there that from being involved as an associate in practices where the principal was at that time, you know, making that, buying the first scanner. So I've been involved that, you know, two, three times where the principal was about to buy the first scanner. Actually, three times, four times that's happened to me. Oh, my goodness. You know, whilst I haven't been the key decision maker, they asked for my opinion. And I've seen what happens in the first few weeks after they buy a scanner. A lot of hand holding and support is needed. So if anything, exactly. my two cents is find someone who will support you. That could be a big company, that could be a small company, it could be whoever, but as long as that support is guaranteed and someone yeah. who can ideally, I mean, I like the fact that you're a clinician and then you, you know, if you support and then having that extra sort of nuances of, uh, you know, you did a whole lecture, I remember, on uh, uh, capturing subgingival uh, margins and stuff. You talk about that. So, yeah. so the, we should probably do another episode on that, by the way. <laughs> so, uh, Gosh, I really appreciate that. And uh, please tell us about your company because obviously you're doing great things in digital dentistry. Now we can tell about your groups as well. You, you know, you run the ExoCAD yeah. Yeah, sure. stuff. So those who are interested in yeah. digital dentistry and learning and getting supported would love to know about that. So our company, our supply company is called Implant Solutions Direct. Our other name is ISD Digital, obviously Implant Solutions Direct Digital, because actually our biggest customers globally, because we actually export globally, are our labs. Okay, around the UK, I supply around about 105, 106 labs. So we've got a big relationship with them. We're going more and more into the clinical side with our scanners and our software, hence ISD Digital. We have our sister company, which is a full production crown and bridge lab that's called 4D Ceramics. I'm intricately involved with that. I have staff, but also we do a lot of implant-based stuff, jewel guides, things like that. As far as where you can find information, um, follow me on Facebook and then you'll get access to my pages. So I've got Medit Worldwide, I've got Exocad Worldwide, and the group called Intra All Scanners iOS, that's also my management. I manage that group as well. So about 10, 12,000 people all in across those groups. And different levels welcome beginners, experience, that kind of stuff. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And what I try to do, Jazz, is try and get my users and other people to share their cases, right? Mm -hmm. Because of various politics involved, I don't get to share all of my cases everywhere that I want to because people just believe that all I'm trying to do is sell something. So that's why I said in the last podcast that we just recorded about the case that I was pleased that it was allowed to go out in various groups because it wasn't about me. It was about the system and how I kind of beat the system, right? It was nothing to do with me. Likewise, when I'm sharing clinical cases, I don't just share the good ones. I share some of the bad ones too. Super important. Uh, and, and we should yeah. always appreciate that in education yeah. to learn from others' failures and, and those who are open enough to share yeah. the failures. So uh, amazing. It doesn't surprise me at all, Gulshan. Thanks so much for giving your time for both those episodes. So guys, if you're, if you're you. you know, hopefully it's given you a bit more ideas about scanners, what your individual requirements are and the importance of planning for support once you get it. Because the first few weeks are very frantic and it's a bit like the laser, you know. Sometimes what happens is that, you know what, I'll just take an impression today and, and the scanner just sits there. And I, and I know yeah. it's happened to my colleagues before. So uh, yeah. go all in commit uh, and make sure you are well supported. Goshan, thanks so Absolutely. much, my friend. Thank you. Great for the opportunity. Thanks, Jess. Thank you. Well, there we have it, guys. Thanks for listening all the way to the end. It's not just about the piece of machinery. It's about the support that comes afterwards. It depends on how it sits in your practice in terms of what will you be using it for. Personally, I have really come to embrace digital dentistry. I first started out with the Trios, then now iTero, just because the circumstances of practice and my vertical preparations are scanned 99%. I very rarely use impressions. Just for some denture work, I'm using impressions. 
Otherwise, I'm pretty much digital and I think it's great. I think this is the future. The future is here. And so if you're not embracing digital yet, does it really matter to me which scanner you get? No, I think for me, it's important that you actually start thinking about how to take the first steps into digital. And so there's lots of great people out there like Gulshan who can guide you. But it's something that once you get into digital, you look back and you think, how did I ever not to scanning. How did I stay in analog so long? Now we know that analog has its advantage and it's great, but now might be the time if you're not already digital to consider making that move. And I hope this episode gave you some information in terms of what are the different scanners out there and what are their strengths. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you same time, same place next week.